welcome listeners to the Changing Lanes podcast, brought to you by Road to Change Coaching with me, Janine Georges. We have developed these podcasts to help you find the strength, the courage and determination to switch into whatever lane necessary to get you through this thing called life. So, if you're ready to outrun adversity, let's begin. Hello listeners, it's me, Janine, Changing Lanes podcast host, life and development coach, director of Road to Change Coaching, which is a training and consulting company, and I am your coach. You have got me free during these podcast sessions. I am your friend and your cheerleader, helping you to excel through life and smashing your goals. So it's January and it feels like this month is never going to end. The thing is, January usually drags at the best of times, but now it's moving at a snail's pace. We are currently in lockdown, what, two, three, four, five hundred, who knows? But to me, there is something different in the air about this one, and for the people that I've spoken to as well. It probably is because it's January, but also, I think rather than the last lockdowns where... I felt that I was really, you know, loving the time at home, cooking, cleaning, being creative, doing loads of work, baking. This time, the lack of freedom is actually really starting to upset my soul. I really miss people. I miss popping into my aunts to see the family or or cheeky Friday night shisha with my bestie or a spontaneous cocktail night with my friends. It's definitely been a challenge this time around. Um, We also have some other personal private matters that have also been quite testing and challenging. Not any that I'm ready to speak about yet, but you never know, one day I will be. Um, But do you know what? I'm always told though that I'm really resilient um, and I must say that that's probably what is getting me through right now. I have taught myself skills and techniques that help me to get through life and that's exactly why I want to share these things with you. So my plan of getting through, if you do follow me on social media, you would see my hashtag doing what I can control. If you don't follow me on social media, jump on it, Janine underscore Georges. So I'm all about at this moment focusing on the things that I can control that helps improve my mental well-being. At the moment, the things that we can control, you know, not a lot, it's quite slim pickings, but I can control, and so can you, my attitude. I can control how I react to things. I can control my diet, my health, my fitness. I can control my spending. Okay, I won't really pretend I've done all of those things because I haven't. Baby steps. But it's just about focusing on the things that I have any control of. One of the things I have actually been doing, and I'm not joking, I've been exercising for at least four to five times a week for the past six weeks, seven weeks now, I think it is. It does make me feel a bit in control again. But it was actually getting into this routine of regular exercise that made me think I've tried challenges like this before. And usually, say it's a Monday, my motivation levels are high. I'm so pumped. I'm smashing it. However, come Wednesday, that motivation has fully depleted and I'm back at square one. This led me to start researching and tapping into my personal development networks to explore motivation and why motivation alone is not enough and that you also need to have self-discipline. So in this episode, listeners, we're talking about a topic which is often debated. Is motivation or discipline more important in achieving our goals? So whether you're struggling to keep up your motivation levels or even just struggling to get motivated to do even the most smallest and simplest tasks, or maybe you manage a team and you need to get your colleagues motivated, 
This episode should cover everything you need to know. You're kind of getting a two for one here. So let's start. Now you may need a pen and paper just to jot down some notes and there are a couple exercises for you to think about where you'll be reflecting and writing some of these down. So have that prepared. So let's talk about motivation. Motivation can be defined as your general willingness to do something. It's the set of psychological forces that compel you to take action. It's what we need to be inspired to make a change. I first want you to reflect and think about the things that have motivated you the most to consider making the necessary changes in your life. So have a think about that. These can be anything. Um, I'll give you an example for me, and this is quite a superficial one, but hey, uh, if I see pictures of myself going through the albums or going through people's social media and they've put up, tag, love to tag me in these photos and I have a look and I'm thinking on that day, I felt like I was so hot and slim, but this picture says otherwise. Listeners, that one picture will see me instantly putting on my trainers and going out for a 40 minute run. But it can be anything. It can be your health. It can be your children moaning at you for smoking to change your life, whatever it is. I want you to make a list of those things. You can either pause me here or you can come back to it later. I ask these questions because it gives you an idea of what motivates us. Why do we do what we do? You see, motivation is so powerful, but it's not really that easy. You know how it is. It's easy to come by at times, but then it's the hardest thing to come by at other times where it feels practically impossible. But when you get that feeling of motivation, oh, it's so sweet. It's like the most amazing thing you've ever had. You've, you find yourself wrapped up in this whirlwind of excitement. And you know, when it comes, you need to take advantage of it when it strikes. And it gives you these unusual powers of focus and productivity when it's around. I am my most creative. I could write a book in a day when I'm feeling really motivated. Now, there are a few misconceptions, you may agree or not, about motivation. And that is that all you need to do is listen to a motivational talk, a TED talk, a Change in Lanes podcast, like how I dropped that one in, um, a motivational speaker or an Instagram post or anything like that. And then that's it. You're good. You're buzzing to go forever. Now, although some of those may work, they are all short term. Motivation is something you have to make a conscious decision to do often. My mate Zig Zagler says, Motivation is like bathing. You have to do it daily. Now, there are two different types of motivation that can help explain our behaviours and why we do things. There's intrinsic, that's from the inside, and extrinsic, and that's from the outside. Now, extrinsic motivation occurs when we are motivated by external factors. So we're motivated by some sort of reward. So there is a reward at the end of us completing that task or starting something. So we do these tasks because we know we're going to be receiving those rewards, not really because we like doing it. An example of those things are working hard to get a promotion or a pay rise or doing a competition or sports competition, whereas intrinsic motivation occurs internally. We find personal joy in this task. It relates to our internal interests and our values, and we're not really motivated by a reward for doing it. And those can be things like going for a run in the morning because you actually enjoy it. Yes, there are people out there who do that. 
or choosing a salad over a KFC chicken or something and because you appreciate healthy foods. Now, research suggests that people who are intrinsically motivated tend to maintain their healthy changes in the long run, as opposed to those who are extrinsically motivated. Even the most motivated of us, so you, me, even Tony Robbins, we can all feel unmotivated at times. It's natural. When we're trying to make a change or to start a task, no matter how big or small, sometimes it can feel completely impossible. So I'm going to give you some quick tips on how to get motivated. Tip one, just get started. Whatever it is you want to start doing, just start. Don't wait for motivation to come because motivation will follow. Tip two, get your body moving. There are clear links to a lack of physical movement and and the lagging of mental motivation. So you need to get yourself moving. When you're more physically active, you start to feel more energized mentally. Now, I'm not saying that you need to go and sign up for a boot camp or start running around the field, but just start small. Have a little dance in the kitchen when you're cooking. Run up the stairs instead of dragging each foot up at a time. Tip three, focus on one thing at a time. Now, this is personally where I usually go wrong because I always have so many things I'm working on, always trying to do too much. But you have to choose one goal for now and focus on it completely. Tip four, find inspiration, whatever that may be. I have friends who inspire me. That's maybe their attitudes towards things or their drive and ambition. I have fitness people who I follow who really inspire me, um, you know, or reading books and blogs and or listening to videos. Whatever it is, find something that you find inspiring and that will motivate you. Tip five, appreciate that there are ebbs and flows of motivation. So when it comes, that's great. And when it goes, you need to ride through it. Tip six, do not give up. Stick with it. Whatever you do, just don't give up. Even if you're not feeling not even an ounce of motivation today or this week, just don't give up. It will come. And the last and final tip, eliminate those pestering negative thoughts We've spoken about this in in loads of previous episodes and we're going to keep talking about it because that's how significant it is in our lives. You need to recognise your negative self-talk and work on reversing them. But we have to remember, motivation is limited. We cannot, you can almost think of it as something that's external to yourself and it chooses when to visit you. But when it's around, you feel so empowered to make those changes. But change is hard. And after a while, that buzz will kind of fade out And this is where discipline comes in to save the day. So which brings me to discipline. So what's the meaning of it? It's like one word, but has thousands of different meanings and opinions. Some would say it's about punishment or about always doing the same thing or rules and regulations. But let's look at the actual origin of the word to find out what it really means. So the word discipline is from the Latin word disciplina, meaning instruction and training. And that's derived from the word discer, which is to learn or to study or train. It's not really about rules, regulations or being punished. Now, it's really good to remember that the source of discipline is internal. It's not done to you. It's done by you. It's learning and setting yourself these standards and making and sticking with new habits. It's a choice. It's your choice and it's a decision. 
And that's why many of us fail to achieve things that we want to do because we don't make that choice to be disciplined. When you have more discipline in your life, it gives you more choice. It gives you more control. Whereas when you have less discipline in your life, you have less control and less choices. I give you an example. So every morning I'm meant to get up at 6am because I have scheduled meetings at 9 and before that time I've got loads to do. I've got to exercise, clean the house, prep my food, do my emails, do to-do lists, loads of things. So when my alarm goes off at 6 o'clock, yes I'm cursing under my breath and want to throw the phone out the window, but I choose discipline. So I then get up, I go for my 30 minute run, I have a shower, blitz the house quickly, catch up on my email, set my to-do list for the day. My mind is clear. I'm focused. I'm not worried about having to do all that stuff later in the day. But what if I didn't choose discipline? Well, my alarm goes off. I choose avoidance. I sleep until 8.45. I've got 15 minutes to get dressed before the 9am meeting. I haven't prepped for my meeting or had a chance to check any of my emails, which probably may come up in the meeting. I'm so annoyed with myself. I feel unprepared. I haven't done my to-do list. I've forgotten everything. My memory's terrible. So if I don't write it down, that's it. Now I'm going to have to do my exercise tonight and clean the house, but then the whole house is going to be up and going to be in my way. I've got no control of my day. I've started to eat everything in the cupboards because I'm stressing and I haven't planned or prepped anything. It's a bad day. I'm short-tempered. I'm over it. Does that sound familiar? Now, this can be translated into any environment. The main point here is when we maintain our personal discipline, we retain control of ourselves. But when we lose our personal discipline. We give control away to other people and external circumstances. Now, listeners, if you're going to take anything away from me babbling on today, it's this. More discipline equals more choice, more control, better options. Less discipline equals less choice, less control and fewer options. Which one would you rather have? I know which one I would rather have, but it's not always so easy. But we have to remember we're humans, we're creatures of habit, and habit takes discipline. When we begin something new, like making podcasts or doing videos or going to the gym or meditating or starting projects, it takes a lot of our brain power because it's so unfamiliar to us and it's learning a new behaviour. But we practice this new activity often, so we spend less and less of our brain activity doing it because it then becomes automatic. And just think about all of the automatic habits in our daily lives that we do now that are like second nature. I also want you to make a list, if you can, of anything that you've done in the last, say, five years, a new habit that you've created and that you've stuck to. And just write that down just to remind yourselves that you've done it before and you can do it again. So we've gone through the ways in which discipline is significant to keep us going. But I think you still need both. I can't take credit for this, so I will make reference to to some of the things I have put in this episode. But motivation only exists as a noun, but discipline has a verb form. So in other words, discipline is something you do and you choose to do, whereas motivation is a thing that can come and go, which you cannot choose to do or control. But how different are they and which is better, discipline or motivation? One of the first things to realise is that self-discipline is different from self-motivation. Once your motivation and your willpower are depleted, you need something even stronger to get you through. Now, we know that motivation is limited. It has limited resources. 
It's like fuel to your motor, but you need something else to help sustain you when your motivation and your willpower dry up. So when you want to start achieving something or doing something, you first need to get yourself motivated, but then you have to back that up with self-discipline to see it through. Discipline keeps you going when everything else leaves you. Now, I'm not saying that you don't need motivation. Motivation is a good quality to possess, but it's just not as important as being disciplined. Now, my old mate, Jim Rohn, who's a big believer in the power of self-discipline to achieve your ambitions, he says it takes consistent self-discipline to master the art of setting goals, time management, leadership, parenting and relationships. If we don't make consistent self-discipline part of our daily lives, the results we seek will be sporadic and elusive. He also goes on to say, it takes discipline to conquer those nagging voices in our minds, brings up the possibility of failure. You know what he's saying here is that once motivation leaves you, that bugger called fear or no action or laziness, they move in and they get comfy. The only thing that you can rely on is your self-discipline. I've learned over trial and error in different areas of my life that in order for me to get my stuff together, so that might be to lose weight or to remain healthy, complete my actions, I need discipline because it keeps me productive and it helps me to overcome fears. Earlier, we spoke about intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. Well, guess what? Extrinsic motivation doesn't last forever and it will eventually wear off. It's unrealistic to rely on this type of motivation to achieve your goals. And the most successful people use a combination of discipline and intrinsic motivation to achieve their goals. Tips to develop self-discipline. If you think it's hard to get yourself motivated, I'll tell you now, it's even harder to teach yourself self-discipline, but we can do it. Tip one, one step at a time. Let's remember in previous episodes, uh, I think we did resistance to change. I think that was episode two. We spoke about the fact that your brain will try and protect itself from any perceived threat. So if you decide to say tomorrow, that's it, I'm going to become the fittest, most spiritual person ever. A few days later, you'll revert right back. It's not something you can do cold turkey. You have to take it easy. You have to start by doing small things. I remember when I started running, I used the Couch to 5K app. And that's a really good example because that starts you off really slow. You walk for 10 minutes, run for two minutes, but eventually every day it builds up. So I think it's in about five weeks, you can run nonstop for 30 minutes. Tip two, get organised. If you're a person who's kind of all over the place, uh, your environment's a bit of a mess, you can't find things, you've got no action plan, you live in the moment, you may struggle even more until you make the conscious decision to get yourself organised. Start by clearing your environment so you can you can focus and you can see more clearly and set yourself very small goals. Tie those goals down by small bite-sized chunks that you can work towards every day. Tip three, you need to keep your mind healthy. Now, we all have our own way to cope. Hashtag the things I can control, remember. Um, we all have our coping mechanisms of whatever you do to keep your mind clear and focused, whether that's exercise, talking to friends, coaching, reading books, therapy, uh, whatever it is that you have to do to make sure you make that a priority in developing self-discipline. Tip four, 
Learn from past mistakes. That's quite, that's quite simple. What has not worked for you in the past, there is no point in repeating this over and over again. You need to change it up. And tip five, our last tip, practice good habits. Again, we've said this as well beforehand, but you need to make sure that you're making new habits and you're having routines. Those who are disciplined, think of any disciplined people you know in your life, they all have very good daily habits. It's the same with motivation. People who have a kind of a clear structure in their lives, they tend to be the most disciplined. They may repeat the same activities or have the same routines or rituals that they follow. You know, they're the people who uh, meal prep every Sunday. I know a few of those. Or they make a to-do list for the week on a Monday morning. I am one of those. Um, or they they run on set days for set times throughout the week. But all of these things, it makes them easier to get things done, to achieve their goals and also to avoid bad decisions. Say they're a meal prep person. If they didn't meal prep, then it either means eating everything in the cupboard or spending unnecessary money on food. So developing good habits is no easy task, but it does also keep you mentally healthy. With habits though, they say it takes, I think there's different research to confirm this, but it says that around 21 days, I think it is, uh, for a new habit to take form or 66 days for that behaviour to become automatic. When setting your new habits, keep this in mind. Don't try and overwhelm yourself. Your brain is already working its hardest to, to create these new pathways to make those automatic. Final word. You can't keep waiting for motivation to strike for you to feel like you can go out there and reach your goals or start something new or even just finish something you already started. Motivation will fire the engine at first, but discipline will keep you going when it's out of gas. Motivation is what is needed to inspire you to make a change. When there is something out there in your life you want to change and you have the motivation to do so, no matter how big or small, that's amazing. Utilise that. But understand that the resources are limited and you need to become more self-disciplined to see it all the way through. Focus on making new habits that will make you disciplined, but don't focus on your levels of motivation because those will go. So it looks like, listeners, to conclude from my research, intrinsic motivation and discipline is the winning combination for achieving goals. So I hope that helps you and that you can put some of those things into practice. Thank you for listening to the Change in Lanes podcast. We will be back every other Monday. So please subscribe to our Spotify, SoundCloud or iTunes accounts. Please leave comments and email us directly with any challenges that you may be going through at info at roadtochangecoaching.com. If you've been touched by any of the topics discussed, we have included a list of resources for you to contact directly. Have a great few weeks and start making those changes in your life.